Welcome to Gulf Life Now, where you can learn about all things real estate and life on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Your host is Bill Anderson, who includes his considerable knowledge and personal experiences about relocating to the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Whether you're buying, selling, or just interested in living on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, this podcast is for you. Welcome to another Golf Life Now podcast. We're going to talk today about small business accounting. This is the beginning of the new year, and if you have a vacation rental property, for example, or a long-term rental property, you may have created a limited liability company, uh, or you're just running it under your own name, but you need to organize yourself for accounting basically to ensure that you are paying the correct amount of taxes at the end of the year. And in order to do that, you need to keep records. So for many people who go out and buy a property for the first time and decide to rent it, or maybe you owned a house and moved out of it and rented it, uh, you want to create a business opportunity so you could write off some things on your taxes. In order to do that, you need to have a coherent system to do it. So many people have heard of QuickBooks and other products that are out there on the market to help you track all of your expenses and all of your income. Uh, but for some of you who are looking and saying, well, wait a minute, I don't make that much money and I have to pay the subscription cost for these different products. How can I do this and do it on the least expensive way possible? Uh, so I have another suggestion for you, and of course QuickBooks and those other online products are usually pretty good, but there is one called Wave Apps, W-A-V-E-A-P-P-S dot com, and uh, I will tell you about this one because it is free. That's right, free, absolutely free. There's no strings attached to it. I'm not being paid to say that either. I'm not earning anything from this, uh, and you can find it on the internet. It's an accounting program that's easy to use. Now, for larger companies, it's not going to qualify because there's a difference. The IRS recognizes certain types of programs. For example, if you have a real official accounting program, there is an audit trail. If you delete something, it'll show that you deleted it, and that's what the IRS likes to see for bigger companies. But for smaller businesses, it's actually very good because you're going to make mistakes, and you want to delete something, and you don't want to keep a record of it because it shouldn't have been there to begin with. You're still learning. So for those of you that don't know anything about accounting, don't worry about it. It's really like a fancy checkbook, for example, and one way to uh, set it up is to consider that you know something's going to go in, something's going to come out. That's that's kind of a two-sided situation here. So let's say you put a hundred dollars in, and you are using a credit card, or you use the checks, and you've taken out say fifty dollars. But you've each one of those transactions is recorded in there, and it explains what the purpose of the transaction is. That way, you can justify it later on if you need to. But more than anything else, you need to track it for your own use. And so at the end of the year, these in and out transactions through this program, Wave Apps, or any other program, will give you a good view of what you spent your money on during the year. That's important because you have to plan for the next year. What happens when you forget that you were paying $150 a month for utilities, for example, 
and you didn't put that in your budget for next year and now you come up short. So really this accounting system is a way for you to actually kind of legitimize your business. At the same time, it's a planning tool for the future because you can look back on the past and find out how much money you made. That way you can plan to use that money or you might decide that you're making, for example, $5,000 a year net at the end of the year and it's time to replace an air conditioning system in about three years over there so you're going to set some aside. Now that gets into a little bit more detail in terms of depreciation and amortization that kind of thing. I don't want to scare you away but you have that ability as you learn more about accounting and you can do this yourself. You don't need to hire somebody to do this. It's basically as I said before you go into this app if you choose to do that and you sign up for it and then you're given the opportunity to start by entering transactions. You will enter a uh, transaction that shows that something has been spent or that you are putting in an income. So it's an income or an expense transaction and then it's all there. The good thing is, the really good thing, is that you can set this up so that your checking account coordinates with this. So every activity in your checking account is going to basically dump that data periodically into your accounting system. You don't have to re recreate the wheel here. You don't have to key all the stuff in there. It's going to be there. So let's say that once a month, depending on the transactions, and most of you won't have very many, at the end of the month you go in there and you see all these transactions that have been put in there. Now the bank doesn't know what the transactions are. It knows it was a check and it'll show you possibly the check number depending on the, the information that the bank passes through and you'll see that check number in there and you'll go, oh, okay, uh, let me go and find out what this is. Now I'll tell you what I do is I will open up my checking account online and it has pictures of all the checks in there. So I can take a look at it. I, oh, okay, I know. I wrote that to um, the mortgage company. That's what that one's for. Uh, now, you'll get to know what these are after a while because you're going to see amounts that are similar, and you're going to see the uh, sometimes the names will actually pop up in there depending on what the bank sends to you. But if, it, if the bank doesn't tell you that this is the mortgage company, you need to key that in. Usually there's a drop-down box. Once you have written it in there, it'll just keep coming up over and over again and then you're going to put down in the mortgage. Now, there's a little bit more to the mortgage. I'll get back to that in a minute. But let's say that you have an electric bill. So you have an account in there that's called electric. That's, you know, that's how we set this up. I'll get back to that too. But let's say there's a drop-down box for electric. So what you do is you go in once a month and make sure that everything that's been dropped in there has an accurate name for it. The person you wrote the check to, for example, you put that in there so that you can take a look at this and you know where everything went, all those expenses went to. At the end of the month, your checking account should be in full balance because every activity that's taken place has been recorded in there, which means that you don't have to look around for a check that you wrote or something else. It's all going to be there. Now, the deposits are going to come in too, and it's just going to list it as a deposit. The bank doesn't know. The bank system doesn't know who made that deposit. It could be a, a wire transfer. It could be uh, an electronic transfer of some type. It could be someone dropped a check off. Uh, so what you're going to have to do is go in and flag each of the deposits, explaining the source of the money.
Now that might be rental, for example. So there's a drop-down box for rental, and you put that in there because you only have one rental. If you have more than one rental, then you'll have more than one of those accounts, for example. You may have two of them or three of them in there, so you can identify which rental uh, income that was from. That way you can see at the end of the year, and or you can pull up a report at any time that you want to, and you can see how much that one property has been bringing in, for example. So you just have to flag every one of those transactions that goes in and out of your account, and that's it. At the end of the year, you set, set up your accounts so that your um, accountant or CPA, for example, can go in there and pull the data out and do your taxes. If you choose to do taxes yourself, it's very simple from that point because you will pull up a P&L statement. And that's something that you can look at anytime you want to, any day. It's 24-7 situation. But after December 31st, you take a look at that and say, oh, okay, well, here's, here's my income, here's my expenses. And when you fill out the IRS form that asks you these things by category, you just simply take the data out and you put it in the form. And you can probably do your own tax return if it's really simple like that. Uh, and I've done mine before as well. I use a CPA now because I have multiple properties and some things are a little bit more complex. But you can do your own tax return because you are organized. Now, the other thing about Wave Apps, and with the others too, other programs too, they allow you to capture copies of your receipts. So you can actually take a picture of your receipt and that stays in that accounting system. So that's a backup to you. Uh, now, I use uh, my credit card statements a lot of times as a backup too, but I'm not sure how long the credit card companies will hold those. So it's a good idea if you have the receipt. It also tells where it came from, you know, if it went, you bought something at Lowe's on a certain date for a certain amount of money. And then, uh, again, you have flagged that as the appropriate type of expense. It might be a building and maintenance expense. You don't need to break this down into minute details unless you want to. If you can break it down and into the smallest little details. So let's say you have uh, building maintenance, but you want to determine the difference between painting, you know, the interiors or the exterior, and you might want to have one just for painting because you do it often enough, for example, if you have a lot of properties. So you can break that down if you need to. So that is the easiest way for you to account, and the best time to do it is the beginning of the year. That way you don't have to go back in and put a lot of things in. Now, fortunately, even with your bank account, you can put the dates, the beginning date and the ending date. So if you start this in March, you can go back and capture it from January. You can even capture the previous years if you want to, as long as it's in your banking account, and you can drop all that in. Now, what that'll mean, though, is you've got to go back and spend some time bringing all those years current with all of the you know flagging and, and, and indicating what the expenses are and what the income was uh, so that's your choice if you want to put some history in there which isn't a bad thing because your reports can show you some uh, history information too. So let me get into the uh, other things that this program will do for you and again it's free there you're never going to be charged for it, at least at least I haven't been for years. Uh, if you choose to send out invoices, for example, um, you can do that in the program. 
and you can also set it up so that your customer can use a credit card to pay you or your bank account or their excuse me their bank account to transfer funds into your bank account and that's pretty easy to set up you do that through the wave app they use another company a third-party company to do that uh, but it's all taken care of from within the app itself you answer some questions and uh, some security things you go through that process and then every time you send an invoice out the customer that receives it has the opportunity to pay that by credit card or as a bank draft which is good for you because you get your money pretty quickly usually about two banking days you get the money you get the notification immediately that it was paid and then you get the money dropped into your bank account now keep in mind that there is a fee for this and it's usually just a little under four percent and uh, what I do with my clients is I tell them if they want to use a credit card instead of mailing the check uh, they can um, they can do that but then there's this four percent fee and I, I add that in there as a line item and I and I say in there don't pay this if you're uh, writing a check if you're doing it online then pay this and then I have them pay the convenience fee for this uh, now they can also do the bank transfer and that's about one percent I say the same thing there's a one percent charge uh, and here's how much that is just add it to it if you're going to do a bank transfer now all of that is pretty nice because it's all recorded in your system it shows the invoice that went out and then when the money comes in that's going to drop into your accounting system uh, already pre-recorded with the information about who it came from etc pretty nice uh, that's one way to keep track of things and get paid and have all of it kind of organized together and again with receipts you can take pictures of those and you can bring all the receipts in so think, there are other things you can do with accounting and I don't want to spend a whole lot of time explaining that to you now uh, there are some ways to do that we're going to put something on our website and that's going to include a YouTube to show you how to use wave accounting and uh, give you kind of a primer to do that but if you own any type of investment properties not just investment properties but really any kind of business you might be selling you know computer parts or anything if you're doing a, a little business on the side uh, and it's actually a business and you intend to file a tax return then take some deductions then you need records and this is a perfect way to do that for any type of business since it doesn't cost you anything to do it and then you're organized and you'll just get into it don't be afraid of it it's when I say accounting for many people it's oh I don't know if I can do that it's really simple and then you can learn and if you make mistakes you can fix those mistakes the good thing is that you have backup you've got your bank statement as a backup on transactions so if you messed up someplace and maybe deleted something you can go back through and check now what I do uh, every year for tax time I spend some time and I take um, a copy of my bank statement on online on one of my screens and then I go through and I check all the way down every single transaction to make sure that something wasn't left out that I didn't put something in wrong or I maybe made a change of a name on there but I changed the amount and this way I go through and then you can check them off in the accounting system that you've done that just like a little check means that you checked every one of those transactions that way it's done and then you can check the balance on your account 
And sometimes the balances are off a little bit because of the break in the year, because you're going to be doing this probably in January. And you go, well, wait a minute. I mean, take a look at this. I've got more money in my bank account. Well, that's true because it came in in January. So you have to go back to your December statement and check it out and just verify. Uh, so those are the kind of the cross-check things that you normally would do anyway. But to create an accounting system means to get yourself organized. It also means that you can do the maximum when it comes to uh, tax deductions. You, you want to be sure that you don't take deductions you're not qualified to take. But then if you do, you need to have receipts and records. So you have all of that with your accounting system. So don't be afraid of it. It's just part of business. Now, as your business grows, you can continue to add more features inside your accounting system. It's pretty full featured now, but you can use a lot of the things that you won't be using at the very beginning, and it'll permit your business to grow. If you want to create another little business on the side, have a second one, you can create a second one or a third one or a fourth one. There isn't any limit to the number of businesses you can create in Wave Apps, and they can all be under your same login number. And again, your CPA at the end of the year has the ability to go in and grab everything in there. And I have my CPA take a look at some complicated transactions that I put in there. For example, if I buy a property, we have all those costs involved with closing, correct? Well, you want to get those put in properly because they're not just an expense you can write off this year. Some things are, some things are not. So the uh, there's a way to get all of those transactions loaded in there, including the down payment money that you had, all those things, so that it's all proper and you get the depreciation schedule set up and then you uh, that way you can get the depreciation in every time. And then the mortgage payments that are made, you can have those broken down uh, as well uh, from you know the interest, to taxes, um, insurance, and so that you don't show income where it doesn't exist. For example, the equity part or the pay down on the mortgage note is not income. Uh, it's not an expense either. So you can show just show that uh, in the right place. Uh, you can learn to do all that. There's uh, instructions. Uh, again, we'll probably have a video to show you how to do uh, mortgages, how to get those in, and, and how to get in a sale also. Because with a sale, it's the same situation. You need to relieve some of the information that's already in there. But the vast majority, 98% of what goes in and out of your account is going to be an ordinary expense or an ordinary deposit. And those are all going to be easy things. And you can get assistance if the videos don't help from any accountant that can get into your account and then they can set up the purchase of the property or the sale of the property. Something you want to depreciate over a long period of time. For example, you do a rehab on a property and you spend a lot of money up front and you want to, uh, you, can, you have a choice depending on the amount that you spend to write it all off the first year with uh, new tax law changes or to uh, depreciate it over a period of time. And again, you can get help setting all of that up. I don't want to get too complicated here, other than to say that this may be the time that you want to get organized with your little business and make it a business instead of just running everything through your account. Uh, the other thing you might want to consider doing is creating a limited liability company, as I started out with. That's a great way to separate your business from your personal life, keep your money 
your personal money away from your business money. Don't put them in the same account, for example. Uh, there's a lot more information about this available, uh, not only on our website, LoganAndersonLLC.com, but on another site, RetireCoast.com, that I write for. Between those two sites, there are many things in there about running a small business and uh, being able to account for it. Well, thank you for coming to our podcast today, and I hope that this helped you uh, get along. And again, I'm not uh, pushing you to use waveapps.com. I don't earn any money from this. It's just that I do it for all of my accounts, and I've recommended this to many of my clients instead of paying for the other company's uh, products, which, by the way, are quite good. So your choice, and I uh, recommend that you do something rather than nothing when it comes to accounting for your little side business or your full-time business. And please come back to listen to our other podcasts on various topics that you may be interested in, and I appreciate the fact that you came to this one. Be sure to visit our website at LoganAndersonLLC.com. If you're interested in buying or selling property on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, we're here to help you. Let us know. Thank you.